Welcome to Motherload, a podcast for ambitious entrepreneurial mothers who are navigating the good, the bad, the ugly, and the beautiful when it comes to the relationship between their desire to succeed and their devotion to motherhood. I'm your host, Lindsay Roselle, a serial entrepreneur, growth and performance coach, and boy mama of two. Each week, I'll bring you solo episodes, engaging interviews, and candid conversations that expand your capacity to do both things well, help you feel less alone, and hopefully bring a little levity to what can otherwise feel like a very heavy load. I'm so grateful you're here. Now let's jump into today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to today's show. Today's a little mini episode on core values. I wanted to cover core values because I think this is such a fundamental part of inner work and of knowing ourselves really well and of being able to approach and manage our capacity and understanding our mental load and looking at what is on our mental load, what's affecting us, and are those things in alignment with our core values, what we really, really want out of our life and how we want to feel and live and be day to day. Those questions are hard to ask if you don't know what your core values are. So I want to walk through how to set core values or how to create and define your core values if you've never done it before, or if you're like me and you had done it a bunch of times, but it was always kind of performative, like, yeah, my core values are family and abundance and all these things where, okay, are you saying that because that's really, you're really living and feeling into that? Or are you saying that because that's what you think people like use core values should be. I want to walk you through today how the process works that I put people through and how I recommend that you do it. And I'll, I'll give you a little anecdotes about mine and how I came upon them. Real quick story time. So I done core values many times. I think looking back, they had always been more surface level and more performative than they are now to me after going through 2020 and doing them again at the end of 2020 and really spending time to be incredibly intentional and incredibly honest with myself in creating them. Prior to that, you know, I had done lots of different variations of this core value process and always come up with things that kind of either matched where I was in my life or matched what my business's purpose was or matched, I think, what I wanted to portray externally, the person that I was or I wanted to be. They aren't that different than the ones I have today that are very true and authentic and honest, but they were more outwardly focused, I I would say. They weren't so much about how I want to be and feel in my life. So when I sat down at the end of 2020 with my therapist, and you know, RT and I were in couples therapy at that time, and our therapist asked us to redefine our core values because part of determining how we were going to work out our relationship and if we were going to stay together and all of that was we really need to understand our own core values and if our values match up with the other person. I put a lot of time and effort into going through this process again and being incredibly honest with myself. It took me a couple weeks. <laughs> I'm going to walk you through it in 10 minutes. So this isn't meant to be done quickly, but the process is simple. As I said, she gave us this worksheet and it's what I have adapted my process from. But essentially, she handed us this worksheet and it was a page of like a hundred and some words, just not random words, but words. And... The assignment was to go through and come up with up to 10 core values from this list of words. And we could add other words if we wanted to. And in doing it, the inquiry was so deep because there's a lot of words that sound similar or have similar meanings. Wealth versus prosperity versus abundance versus success 
those can all mean the same thing, depending on who you're talking to, and we just choose a different word. But to me, to you, similar words like that might have completely different resonance. No, the word wealth might mean something totally different to you than abundance or success. As I get into the process here, I want you to really know ahead of time, it is very important to be super, super intentional about the words you choose and why you chose that word over a similar word. Because if the core values are going to play the role in your life that they can play in terms of giving you this anchor point to come back to when you're faced with a decision or you're out of alignment somewhere in your life or you're feeling overwhelmed, burned out, depleted, and you want to come back to your core values and go, what in the heck is out of alignment? Where am I not living with these core values? What is showing up in my life that is not matching up to this? You want to know that those words are so, so accurate and so, so resonant for you when you feel into what's out of alignment in your life and you look at your list of values, you're going to know exactly what the problem is. That's what I did. I came up with 10 and because I'm who I am, each of my 10 words has a couple bullet points underneath it that describes you know, what that means to me and my words. So warmth is my number one core value right now. Warmth to me means I am in my body. When I am around other people, I am present. I put off this feeling of warmth and interest and connection with people. I am warm in my relationships. I am warm in my treatment of myself. I am warm in my desire to help my community and my clients. This is a really important number one core value for me because I have lived so much of my life cold, like execution, strategy, in the masculine energy, getting shit done, being a three, being an achiever. And that when I feel back into that old energy that I lived a lot of my life with and still honestly comes up here and there, (laughs) when I feel into that energy, it feels cold to me. It feels like sharp and cold. And so warmth has a lot of meaning to me and it resonates a lot with me when I look at how I want to be and go and do and feel in my life. Here's how I came up with my core values and what I think you can do too. So the very first thing, there's a lot of resources for this. I have a worksheet. So if you're listening and you want a worksheet, send me a DM and I'm happy to share it with you. But you can also Google it. There's a lot of worksheets out there for core value work. The easiest place to start is with a long list of words. It's usually like a hundred words. And the very first thing you do is you do a quick scan through the list and you want to be crossing out anything that you immediately are like, no, that doesn't, I don't get a hit off of that. And you want to circle any word that's like, yeah, that one feels good. So you make the first run through kind of just gut intuition and you're going to cross off the ones that you're no on and circle the ones you're hell yes on. You're going to have a lot that you don't do either of those two. You're going to have a lot of like, maybe, I don't know, I kind of like that word, like that kind of hits. You're going to have a lot of those, but you want to circle the for sure yeses and you want to cross out the for sure no's. Then you're going to do another cycle through with a little bit more time and intention and you're going to look at all the words that you haven't either circled or crossed out And you're going to think into each one and you're going to sit and feel. So this takes some time. You probably can't bang this out in 10 minutes. (laughs) You really need to spend some time with each word and listen to your body. Think about your life and be really, really honest with yourself. And again, now you're going to cross out the ones that you're like, yeah, I like it, but I like something similar better. So I'm just going to cross that one out. Or you're going to read one that you skipped over previously and you're going to think into it. You're going to be like nature. Okay, maybe nature. Yeah, because when I'm in nature... I am more calm and I am more at peace. So maybe for me, instead of saying peace, I say nature because that's really where I want to spend time. I want to be, I want to feel. 
Or it's the opposite. Like you circled nature because you're like, I love spending time in nature. Nature is such a huge, big part of my life. And you're like, okay, but peace, like hmm, there's something about peace. You may find to go, okay, well, when I'm in nature, I feel this deep sense of peace. So really the core value is peace because I want to feel peace in my life. And I know that when I go into nature, I find it. And there's probably other ways in my life that I can cultivate peace, but peace is the thing that's important to me. So that's an example, but you want to go back through the list the second time with a lot more intention because the first time is all the hell yeses and hell noes. So you're going to go back through the second time with more intention, more time, and really just be discerning with each of the remaining words. And they either need to be circled or crossed off. When you're done with that, you're going to take every word that you circled and write it on a new list. The way I like to do this is I like to group similar words together. So that example from earlier around like abundance, wealth, prosperity, success, all the similar words, I group all those together. Any of those that I circled, I would group all the circled words together that have a similar meaning so that your new piece of paper has five to 10 buckets of similar words. And from there, in each of those buckets of similar words, you are going to pick the one that is the most resonant. So again, with the wealth, prosperity, abundance, success example, you will spend again another set of intentional time looking at each of these buckets of similar words and going, okay, these are all pretty similar. Which one is the most real for me, the most authentic to me? What does wealth mean to me versus what does abundance mean to me? Let yourself feel into those words, sit with those words, think about your life and your business and your work and the good and the bad, the shadow, everything, and think of, okay, for me, it's wealth, or for me, it's abundance, because abundance is a broader word. There can be abundant money. There can also be abundant travel and abundant freedom and ease. So abundance is the bigger word for me. Wealth is part of abundance. Okay, cool. Great. So you're going to do that for each bucket of words. And ideally, you're going to come up with one primary word that comes out of each of those buckets of similar words. Now, there may be some words from the very beginning that you were a hell yes on and you absolutely know that is the word. And that's okay. You don't have to have like a whole bucket of words underneath each word. If you know that joy is joy and joy is it and joy is one of your core values, cool. You don't need to have a sub bucket of fun and freedom and ease and all these other things that might be sub parts of joy. Or you may say joy is definitely one of them, but so is freedom and so is ease. Like all three of those words can kind of have similar feelings in the body. But I think for me personally, each one has a distinct meaning and a distinct resonance why it's a part of my core values. So this is the time at this stage is where you can get more customized to you. But it really is this refinement process of taking a long list of words getting the hell yeses and the hell noes on the first round, going back through the second round and being really discerning with the remaining words to either circle them as yeses or cross them out as noes. Combine all your circled words into a new list where you have grouped together anything that's similar. And then any of them that are absolute hell yeses and are just single words, you can have them on there too. And the idea is to get down to between five and 10 primary core value words. Some of them may be standalone and some of them may have subwords underneath them that are still part of your definition. So if you pick abundance, you may say, you know, abundance to me means financial wealth. It means free time. It means ease in my time in my day. What I like to do is once I have the five to 10 primary words, I like to go under each word and look at any of the subwords that remain or write myself a little definition of what that specific word means to me and why it is a core value. 
So my top three core values currently in my life are warmth, authenticity, and devotion. And under each one, I have a couple bullet points of other words that have a similar meaning, but I didn't want to get rid of totally because they are aspects or facets of what warmth or authenticity or devotion means to me. And then I also have a couple bullet points under each of those words that describe how I want to be in that feeling. So for devotion, it's like I am present with my children. I prioritize this over that. I give myself a little bit of a definition under each of my selected core values so that when I'm reviewing them every couple months, I can check in with what this is meant to feel like for me and why it is a core value. So you'll come up with five to 10 total. You'll have this little definition under each. And then the last step is to spend a little bit of time prioritizing the list in an order of priority. Now, this doesn't mean that your number one core value is better or a more acceptable core value than your 10th core value. You know, if like wealth is one of them, but you're like, I shouldn't put wealth at the top of the list. So you're putting it down halfway down or at the bottom of the list because you're like, well, it's only my seventh core value. So I'm not greedy or whatever. Like there's so much of this messaging that goes on. I'm speaking from my own experience here. It's not about a word or a core value being any outward measure of good or bad. It's you needing to put them into an order of priority for how you will use them to help keep you accountable and aligned in your life. So if wealth is the number one core value because you make all of your decisions and you go about your life really with your eye on the wealth ball first, that's the top prioritized core value. And then you go down the list from there. And the reason that prioritization is so important is, again, not because one is better than the other. It's because core values are meant to be a rubric for you to go into your life and go about your life. And when you come across something that where you have to make a big decision or you come across a day where you're just feeling out of alignment, you can come back to this list of values and look at them and go, what is going on here? <laughs> you know, or, or what decision do I need to make? Why is this decision so hard? If you have your prioritized list of values and you can go down your list of values with that decision or with the inquiry about why you're feeling out of alignment and say, okay, Lindsay, your number one value is warmth. Like, does this decision to go do this thing or be a part of whatever, can you show up there? Does it feel like that experience or that thing or whatever has a sense of warmth to it? Will this help your warmth? Will this cultivate warmth in your life? Okay. Number two, authenticity. You know, Can you truly be yourself? Is this going to help you be more of yourself or is this going to trigger some type of performance or, <laughs> or like Enneagram 3? For me, these are questions I ask myself. Number three, devotion. Devotion to the way that these things in your life is so prioritized for you, Lindsay. When you're looking at this decision you have to make or something that's feeling out of alignment, how is devotion factoring into what you're feeling or what you're choosing here? And how will this decision have an impact on your ability to remain devoted to the things you've committed to being devoted to? And on and on and on down the list of my additional core values. That's why prioritization as this final step is so important because I think the main reason to do core values is to give yourself this grounding in who you are and how you want to be and do and feel in your life. So you've got to prioritize them to some extent so that you can work your way down the decision matrix. So summary, there's a long list of words that you start with. You do a quick run through them. Hell yeses get circled. Hell noes get crossed out. Then you spend a second round of time, this time more time, more intentional, more discerning, and you go back through all the words you haven't circled or crossed out. And you're either going to circle them if they're maybes, you're going to cross them out if they're noes. You're going to take all your circled words then and put them on a new list grouping anything that feels similar to you so that you can come back and prioritize those similar words. 
the idea of that new list is to get down to five to 10 words that are your core values. And they can be standalone words or they can be a primary word that's got some subwords that are similar underneath it that you still want to keep. Then you're going to take those five to 10 words and you're going to go under each word and write out a little bit about why that word is the word and what it means to you specifically, how it makes you want to be, do, feel with that word in your life. The last step is to prioritize those five to 10 words and their bullet points. And you're going to prioritize those words in an order that feels the most authentic and important to you in terms of how you would make decisions or how you would evaluate something that feels out of alignment in your life using those words. It's not an assignment of better or worse core values. It is a priority list of which ones are the most important to you when you're making a decision. If you've never done this exercise, I would give yourself a day or two you know, of journaling, time set aside for it, or an hour or two if you want to get it all done at once of like really intentional time. You can spread it out. It doesn't all have to get done at once. I love doing this at the end of every year. And then I love to review these words every couple months as part of my journaling practice, my inner work practice. And then at the end of every year, I do look at the whole list again and kind of go through this process again so that I know once a year I'm really checking in with what's changed, what's evolved in my life. Does the order of prioritization need to shift at all? Are there words that don't mean as much to me anymore that I want to switch out for something else? Is there something that's, you know, now I'm like, I don't know why I chose that word. I need to think back into it or I need to look at the subwords and see if there's something that resonates a little more. So permission to change your core values at any time, you should be reviewing them regularly. And ultimately, their purpose is to give you a decision-making rubrics. Their purpose is to give you an anchoring into who you really are and an honest assessment of what's the most important for you so that when you're looking at decisions in your life and you're looking at what feels good and, and what doesn't, you have a step-by-step process to come at that decision or that evaluation in your life and go, okay, maybe this is a, out of alignment because it's not matched up with my core values. Let's walk through this list and see what's going on. I highly recommend that you take a run at your core values if you haven't recently or ever. <laughs> and if you need support, please reach out to me. I do have a template. I'm happy to share. You can reach out by DM for that at Lindsay Roselle. And I will happily share that. All this stuff is also going to be included in our new Motherload programming that's coming out in 2023. So keep your eyes peeled for that. And in the meantime, thank you for listening. And thank you always for being here. And I will see you on a future episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode and know someone else that would benefit from today's conversation, it would mean so much to me if you share this episode with them or even share it to your social media and tag me so I can personally thank you. As always, I am so grateful you're on this journey with me. And until next time, remember that even when the load feels really heavy, you are never alone.